<coughs> hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> How are we doing today? Good. Pretty good. Yeah. How about you? Pretty good. Did you guys get some rest last night? Nope. No, not much. No, Matt, Matt, you're usually uh, the type of guy that you're uh, a product of structure, right? Ritual. Oh, yeah. So you go Big to bed time. at the same time every night. Yep. You wake up at the same time every morning, unless it's the weekend. Now, yes. Matt, what are those exceptions for you on weeknights? Uh, Monday night Packer games and Buck Finals. Bucks Finals oh, now. Bucks Finals. Okay. Oh, we'll so, add the Brewers in there, too. You will. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's more than a couple guys can say in here. Uh, but let's start with the past. I mean, what's well, been two weeks, guys? Two weeks. Uh, yeah. Since, since we probably chatted, you know, summer's just been getting the best of all of us. Uh, I don't know. Rosh, do you want to share your news later on in the, in the podcast? Is that something you want to talk about or not really? I can do it in my intro. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely mention that because I think it's important. It's pretty cool. Uh, and we'll talk. Intros, and we'll jump. I think we're going to jump right into the biggest news Wisconsin has had in, in quite some time, if you ask me. Uh, oh, yeah. Not necessarily news, but um, excitement. So I guess I'll, I'll go first. I mean, I, this past week, uh, I had some time off. Went up every summer. My my family uh, rents just a different type of cabin or our Airbnb. Uh, we went in the Wausau area. This time, uh, love it up there. I actually really like Wasa. We went to a Woodchucks game. Really nice. enjoyed. Really enjoyed it. Uh, it's it's kind of just. It's almost just just like a Mallard's game, but it's a little more calm. Not as, uh, I guess, drunk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, uh, but really cool. Really had a good time um, with my family. Got a wedding this coming up weekend, and another one the next following weekend, which we're going to get into later. Uh, but other than that, uh, we'll, I'll, I'll send it over to Matt and, uh, we'll get his update on his past couple weeks here. Yeah. Uh, didn't do much the past couple weekends. Um, we kind of tried to keep our July as free as possible, obviously with the wedding at the end of the month. Um, so we, you know, we just been kind of just chilling, kind of go on the boat. Um, last weekend, last couple weekends have been really nice. Uh, so we headed out. On the boat, it was actually our first time. I mean, we, we go on the boat quite a bit in the summertime. Um, and for those that don't know, we kind of go out on Lake on Alaska and connect to the Mississippi there. Um, but it was actually our first time going through the lock and dam. Um, so that was quite the experience. Um, it's actually a lot easier than I expected. Um, but yeah, Saturday night after the boat, obviously cheered on that big, uh, big bucks W. And then on uh, Sunday, um, which I don't know if I shared this in the well. It's been a couple. Of, we finally finished our deck. I know I sent you guys some photos. Yeah. Um, took us about two long months, um, but finally finished it. Turned out great. Um, but yeah, pretty uh, pretty chill uh, leading up to uh, next weekend. What about you, cool. Mike? Cool. Uh, busy weekend uh, that we had here. Um, last Thursday was our nephew Nelson's birthday, which was at a. I think it was like a kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese kind of, um, okay. but it had like a, it wasn't a Chuck E. Cheese. I forget what it was called, yeah. but they had like, you know, this big, like uh, all these games, arcade, laser tag, all this other stuff, um, which was cool. And then um, Annette and I were our anniversary is actually tomorrow. But this past weekend, uh, we kind of had our celebrated our anniversary weekend, uh, which we went up to um, her family's 
uh, lake cabin, which is in uh, near Warehouser, Wisconsin, which is on Lake McCann. So it was had a couple of days off with no kids, uh, which was uh, nice. Yeah. And um, yeah, got to, got to cruise around on the pontoon for most of the weekend. Did a little fishing, didn't catch anything uh, too big. And that actually waxed me uh, with the fishing. I think she caught like probably 30 fish. Um, wow. So, but um, yeah, no fun, <laughs> uh, fun weekend. And then, but also just been uh, pretty busy working at the golf course here at the Schwamigan Bay Golf Club. Uh, we also just finished up our biggest tournament of the year, which is, What's it's, called the short, it's called the shortstop. Um not the right not, field, not, not the, the right field, base. not the base, no, but no, okay, uh, okay. really, really, really cool tournament. Um, <laughs> it's uh, the day one is it's stroke play, and then day two it's match play, and there's uh, probably 192 golfers that come up for it every year. Um, there's uh, it's kind of a mixed bag of you know you got your local guys and then guys from really travel from from all over, which is really cool. So <laughs> um, had that and couple weeks ago but uh again if you uh, are ever in the area uh ask for mike um we'll get you we have a beautiful golf course here in national at the schwamigan bay golf club uh phone number is uh, 715-682-8004 no free ads uh <laughs> um i won't go on the laughing spell again but i will say this you know mike mike works pretty hard at the golf course and so we we have these days where like we we know Mike is just super busy because us, Matt, Brash, and I are oh, okay. on, on our tangents, you know, <laughs> and uh, like, and, and it's not that we're mad at Mike because he's not replying because we know he's busy. It's more of like, we want, we want his opinion on some of these things and we're not getting it. And then like, <laughs> and then he'll send something that we already yeah. sent, you know, we already and, talked yeah. about it. Yeah. It's like, God, Mike, it's, yep. it's like, but uh, anyway, Rash, uh, you guys act like you've never done that before either. So. <laughs> <laughs> whatever all right uh yeah my weekend was um well last like three weeks it's been it's been a whirlwind um we're getting ready to um move so we're, we're starting that process of getting everything loaded up i was in wisconsin for two weeks um after the bachelor party and then staying there for the fourth of july and, and being with the family and such um so that was fun um doing that and then um this last weekend, similar to Mike, um, it was actually my anniversary was on this last Sunday. Um, uh, so, you know, we, we celebrated a little bit, um, nothing too crazy. Um, just kind of hung out with cash and we just kind of did our thing. Um, did some bowling Sunday night, um, oh, which, which is, which is bro. a blast. And yep, keep that in mind, Mike. Cool. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, and then I, I did get some, uh, um, exciting news um well we're moving in in a week and a half so that that process is going crazy um we just got an email from school saying we're going to be mask free this year so that's exciting um our football season starts august 2nd already so we're like a week and a half away and then teachers start august 4th already and students start august 9th so um we're right there it's it's crazy time and um as jay green what's up no i was just gonna just make sure i understood or the viewers understood when you say when you say if practice or football starts practice starts or the game start that week practice starts so practice starts so we were given two options um we were given the option to um with there being a fall and a spring season we were given the option to um either choose to do a summer camp um, which is you get 10 days of being in pads in the summer 
and then you would start August 9th, or you could do, do no team camp and start August 2nd. So you'd get an extra week in the fall. So we opted to do an extra week in the fall. Um, so we start August 2nd, but we actually get three full weeks of practice in before our first game, opposed to other teams that choose the camp route. They'll only get two weeks okay. of practice. And um, we just chose that because we we have a lot of families and stuff that go on vacation and we are going to do a camp in July and it's, you know, it's 9,500 degrees here in July and people are on vacations and it just, it made a lot more sense to just start August 2nd when we're already going to need to be back for school and stuff anyway. So sure. um, plus it gives us an extra week of prep on our opponent, which is, which is always good when it's our rival. So um, that that's good too. And, and with the football talk, I did get some pretty exciting news. Um, I was asked by Glazier clinics, which is a, a national football clinic organization where they do um, clinics throughout the country. They do uh, an online vault. It's called the Glacier Vault, um, where they store thousands of videos on um, everything from you know youth drills to high school drills to schemes to philosophies to just about everything you want to access football wise. You go into this vault and it's videos of these coaches giving presentations about um, what their specialties are and. Um, I've been asked to present on our 3-3 defense that, um, that I was lucky enough to install here at Legend. And so I'm going to Colorado Springs on Monday to do three sessions talking about the 3-3 defense. And then um, I get to speak at the Denver Clinic um, in front of thousands of coaches, which will be pretty sweet. Um, that's, like, that's not till February, February 22nd, I believe. I'll be doing three sessions there um, and I get evaluated on my performance. And if I do well, then I get to travel um, across the country doing, doing clinics on the three, three defense. So um, pretty excited about that. Um, you know, I one just to continue to get better at, at what I do continue to learn, but also to be able to just build those connections with other coaches within the state and nationwide. Um, so it's a pretty exciting opportunity. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it and, and hopefully I get to travel a little bit because most of the clinics are in February and March. So I'm going to request that I go to Dallas and Tampa and yeah, sure. all, all the warm places down south. Yeah. So um, pretty well, excited. You make, you'll make some more connections. Uh, oh, yeah. There's a lot in, in the sports world, obviously, if you want to progress your career, your coaching career anyway. Yep. Uh, that's one yeah. avenue to do it. Uh, Mike, we'll go back to you. I, I know that that kind of triggered something for you earlier. And I, and I was going to say something, but I was hoping you, you, you lead to it yourself. So. Two things. Before I get to what I was going to say, you guys were chirping me hard about the we're back comment last time. Um, yeah, I, I was right that. on that. It was the Texas coach, and if yeah. you haven't seen it yet, we put it on our Facebook. Yeah, you were uh, right. Yep. Yep. Uh, secondly, I forgot to mention I took my son Henry to his first ever movie at a movie theater here in Ashland. Uh, two tickets Two small popcorns, two small pops, $14 here in Ashland. Uh, How many other people were in there with you? Uh, it was packed. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, we yeah. went to Space Jam 2. Um, I don't know, Rosh, you said you didn't like it. I, I didn't mind it, honestly. Like, it, like I don't know, it's it's obviously geared towards kids, but like. Yeah, um, it was it was, it was was okay. I mean, it, it was fun because they did throw in some jabs at like LeBron and stuff. So like it was. Cool. I thought they, I thought they chirped him like the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So like it was cool and it was it was fun because it kept the adults involved. But I guess I, I was expecting it to be more like 
Space Jam, the original. Oh, yeah, it's um, nothing, nothing it's, like that it's, at all. It's not like that at all. And so I think that's what kind of threw me off personally where I didn't really like yeah. it. Um, but I, overall, I mean, I honestly thought LeBron did a, a, a decent job. Um, you know, so I thought it, it was okay, but it, the first one was just significantly better, so it's hard to compare the two. But I did, I did uh, keep seeing something um, which is hilarious um that i keep seeing people are comparing the goat debate have you seen that oh boy um, oh yeah did oh, i say it? one of them was like uh mj went 22 for 22 and lebron went four for five in the final game or whatever it was exactly yep and so i yeah. thought that was hilarious um that somebody was doing that um uh, yeah i could see that so uh, yeah i <coughs> well, thought that was good uh, anything else, you guys, uh, about your guys' weekends or past weeks? I know um, coming up, we're gonna be we're gonna be pretty busy with Matt's Matt's big week next week and and whatnot. So uh, not sure not sure if we have an exact time when we'll be back on next, but let's uh, let's jump right into the, the big stuff, the, the Bucks. Uh, I mean, pretty exciting stuff. I know we we've really you know gained momentum in terms of us talking about it. Uh, obviously during the playoffs. Right. And, uh, you know, I've made admissions to comments I've made in the past, such as, um, uh, God, I just didn't know about the drew holiday trade at the time. Yeah, that's uh, true. Did I feel that way? Well, you're giving up a, a lot of picks and, and I did not know drew holiday. Okay. I'll just <laughs> tell you, I did not know he was that good. Um, but we'll, we'll get, we'll get to that. I, I was wrong. You know, it, and I wasn't really. It's more of a, I'm always let's wait and see, type of always trade. Oh yeah, let's wait and see. And boy, did we see. So, um, what? Let's start. Let's start here, guys. What about this run? This experience? This championship? These games was most exciting to you? And I, I don't know that you necessarily need to give me one thing, but like, <laughs> like, like, like watching it last night. I, I, it was, I, I was ecstatic. I, I think yeah. the biggest, I think the biggest thing for me, like my biggest takeaway, cause I, I don't watch any basketball. I think we talked about this before was really the only time that I'm watching is usually like the conference finals and then the finals. But obviously with, with the bucks this year, like we were, I was you know watching it through all, uh, all the playoffs. But um, I think the biggest thing for me was, and we've, we talked about this last week as well. Um, but it's just like, this was for Wisconsin. I felt like, like everybody was like rooting for him. Like um, Matt talked about, like, there's that watch party. I think you were at in like Madison or something like oh, that. Oh yeah. A bar. At, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like they, even like here in Ashland at the good old neighborly bar, like they had like a little watch party last night and they had them, you know, all the finals games and stuff like that. I think that was, that's my biggest takeaway. It was just, you know, we talk about, you know, um, you know, being snake bitten maybe like in those or those yeah. heart heart wrenching losses that we yeah. had and you know yes we do you know, I think we mentioned in our group chat like yeah we've been pretty damn fortunate being Wisconsin fans uh, of Packers and Badgers and Bucks and whatever but um, my other biggest thing is it it was so cool to see Giannis talk in his interviews after every you know because I obviously watched check the highlights and stuff like that but. Um, 
just the way that he wanted to win for the people of Milwaukee and obviously for him too and his teammates and stuff. But um, he really talked about it. Like in his post-game interview last night, he talked about, you know, he, he, he stuck around and I think we lost Chris there, but he stuck around for, or, or signed that max deal for the people of Wisconsin. And I, I just think it was so cool. And then he talked about like being on the, you know, not going to a super team and yeah, this was hard, but he did it. He did it. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. yeah. Awesome. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, kind of piggyback on what Mike said. I was going to kind of say the same thing about how he kind of said how much harder it was. Um, you know, he didn't go join those super teams and how much more that meant. I mean, he is idol. He'll be idolized forever now in Milwaukee because of that. He could have went, um, you know, joined Brooklyn or Golden State or the Lakers, but he didn't. He stayed home in Milwaukee because he wanted to win it for the city. Um, and then kind of the only other thing I think I brought up to you guys a couple weeks ago that I think a, like a lot of people forget is that like six years ago, there wasn't going to be a Milwaukee Bucks team. You know, we had, there was that vote where you had to contact your, uh, you know, your rep, your, your political rep to, yeah. to vote them, to keep the, to keep the stadium, keep the team. Oh, I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think some people forget about that. Like we wouldn't have had that last night. We wouldn't have had 65,000 people outside of the F- Fizzer forum. Um, Fizzer. Pfizer, Pfizer forum. Fizzer. Um, and that's just, it's just it's mind boggling. <laughs> that's, that's six that's years. A- that's six years later, you know, we're six mopped it up. And uh yeah, I don't know. It's just I haven't had like that I was the la- the finals games was how I felt during Packer games. And that is yeah. like absurd. Yeah. Uh Rosh, you want to touch a bit? Yeah, can you, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I, I had some computer difficulties, so I just I had to switch loud uh switch computers, but um, no, in terms of the, the finals, um, you know, I, I, I'm not a basketball fan, um, you know, and when the Bucks are involved, I had to, you know, I, I had to watch it. And um, to me, it was very difficult at times um, with, yeah, with the officiating, with the officiating. I yep. mean, it just, and, and I'm not saying it because the, it, it was against the Bucks. There was times where Chris Middleton shot a ball and was fouled, and I was like, um, "He wasn't touched, but he shoots free throw." That time he fell down and got right back up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Bridge. so, like, you know, it just and I, I get it. Refing, there's human error. I understand that. But when it's a common trend amongst all the games, every game, that's when it's like, okay, this is ridiculous. But yeah. um, in terms of the Bucks, I mean, it, it was extremely exciting. Um, there was times in a couple of the early series um, that I got a little nervous, right? Yeah. Like we didn't even expect them to get through the nets, right? Like I didn't. No, I honestly no didn't. Um, yes, the injuries to the nets helped us, um, but honestly, I didn't think the nets as didn't play together as a team very well. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that's what separated these super teams from what the Bucks did, and I think it could theoretically change the blueprint on how some of the smaller market teams operate. Is yeah. They got players, and yeah. yes, they gave up a lot, Jay Green. They did. They gave up a punch for Holiday. They did. They got players that they knew fit what they were trying to do, right? And I think Mike mentioned it with, who was it, the, the Islanders, Mike, for hockey? Same thing. You look at the Islanders, there ain't a whole lot of big names. There's a couple, 
but there's not a ton of big names, but they just played to their system. They played the way they needed to. They believed in their system. They believed in their coach, whatever. And, and you heard, I think it was, um, it was PJ Tucker and holiday were both getting interviewed last night and they were asked like, you know, how, how do you stay mentally tough to always play good defense? And he yeah. goes, he goes, that's just what we do. Like that's, yeah. that's, how, that's what I was brought here to do. I wasn't brought here to score 20 points a game. I was brought here to, to, for my defense to run and manage the game and play defense. And P.J. Tucker was the same way. Last night he had, I, I, I could be wrong on this, but it was like one point and four yeah. rebounds. But he was plus 13, which was the highest of any any yeah. other player on the court. Man, isn't that telling? So, like, that tells you right there. Like, that dude had a significant purpose for our program, and it wasn't to make baskets. It wasn't to, to pass it. It was to play really good defense and rebound, and that's what they did. And – um, so that was, to me, it was really fun to watch being a defensive-minded, I guess, athlete, so to speak. I, I was defensive-minded in hockey, defensive-minded in football, et cetera. But it was really cool to see the defense. I mean, the Suns played really good defense, too, so it was a fun series to watch. But in terms of excitement, man, I'm with Matt. We're like, when we're in the NFC Championship for, for football, oh, yeah. football being my sport, like, I am so jacked up, so giddy. And and I felt that a little bit last yeah. night. I really did. Um, but it, it even exemplified it when you, all of us know Milwaukee struggles, man, like, like as a city, it struggles. Like, I'm not talking sports. Like I'm talking, you know, the economy, the, the, the violence, you know, there, there's a lot of things that Milwaukee struggles with and to see 65 outside 20,000, oh, yeah. like, let's just call it a hundred thousand people in that general facility, like all there for one purpose and all there together. It was it was just powerful. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was so it was so awesome to see. Um, I I didn't see any riots or anything like that. Um, it seemed like everyone was there and just I mean, it, it was awesome. So like it felt good to me. Giannis is a freak, dude. Like I mean, what he did on the court and then the things he said afterwards and his interviews, the things he said in the past. I mean, between him and Yelich doing what Yelich, no one better. I mean, like we're lucky. We're lucky, yeah. you know. We're, we'll get into the other guy that I wish would, you know, follow a similar <laughs> suit, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, but I, it, it was awesome for for a non basketball fan. I was extremely proud of the Bucks and Giannis, and you know, it was it was just awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. And, and and I got kind of two other things too. I think with a win like that, like that only helps. Because like I, I'm not a basketball fan, but like I'm I'm gonna be a, a Bucks fan now. Like yeah. I, I really think like this helps the basket like j the NBA in general. When you have a team like the Milwaukee Bucks, like yes, we have a stud in Giannis. We have you know they're not I would say like pre premier superstars in Middleton and and uh, Drew Holiday, but the, I mean they're obviously good players. But um, like I I think this gives it's it's just way better for basketball in general where it's. Oh, here we go! It's LeBron James and exactly. three other guys yeah. he's got. Or yeah. hey, here, here it's Steph Curry and whoever he's right. got. Like right. it gives hope for like the Portlands with Damian Lillard or uh, Memphis with like that Jay Mur John Morant, uh, John Morant, yeah. or like yeah. the teams like that. Like if they say, well, yeah, "Damn, damn, the Milwaukee Bucks did it." Well, if you're Portland or like one of those teams, like. Why can't we do it now? Yeah, even, um, even the Suns. Look at the Suns too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah well, I was gonna well, go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I was gonna, just gonna say, like, kind of going off that. 
Um, everyone's like, oh, these these ratings are going to be brutal. These ratings are going to be brutal because it's going to be Milwaukee versus Phoenix. But I think, yeah. I mean, I only usually, if the Bucks aren't in it, I usually probably only watch the finals. And I would say this is a way, it was way more exciting, obviously a little biased, but way more exciting than like Lakers heat, Lakers goal. Every game you know, like, down to the wire, every game. Yeah. And then, like, it was cool how you were talking about small market. Sacramento Kings actually tweeted at the Bucks today, or I think it was last night. It was like one small market to another. Congratulations. Yeah. You know, it just gives hope That's to these cool. smaller teams that say, hey, like, Milwaukee did it eight years ago. They won 15 games. And th- this year in the playoffs, they won 16, you know. And so it just shows you that you just got to well, put in that work. Yeah, and it, it shows those other teams, like, if you have a like one yeah, spot, and, rough now. and yeah, it's going to be rough for a little bit, but we could be there in a couple of years. And exactly. yeah, and I, that, I got one more point that I wanted to make, and it, I, I, I don't know why I do this, but like I, I work mornings in the golf shop every day. I have we have a TV, and I'm listening to Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman. Yeah, um, oh, and they they talked about the the Bucks for two seconds. And then they go right. They go right into, well, Bucks probably aren't going to repeat because LeBron will be healthy, and this guy will be healthy, and this guy will be healthy, and this guy will be healthy. It's like, dude, who cares about next year? Like, the, the like, why? Yeah. Why are you guys not talking about the Bucks? They just won the. They just won it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I I, I think uh, I got nothing else to say. I'm just pissed off by that. No, no, I agree. I agree with that because look at look at the NFL. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I've been hearing about the Buccaneers all offseason, yeah. you know, and, and they're the ones that won. But yeah. now it seems like the Bucks won, but they're that small market team. They got us. They got one superstar, but nah. So let's just move on to next year. They won. Cool. Congrats. Let's move on. But yeah. the Bucks win with Tom Brady and Gronk and, and all the big names. And Mike, and we just hear about them nonstop all summer, you know. Tom's MCL injury. Oh, they're at the White <laughs> House. You know, like they just visited the White House or whatever. It's like. You know, that one, we want them to talk about somebody else, and they won't. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well I, I got a couple more questions here guys, for us, guys. I think we could obviously keep talking about how, how great and special this is. This could be um, a long one tonight, Jay Green. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let, let's go to – and we kind of hinted on this already. Uh, your most, The most memorable moment in the series, and the single one, now that could be a play, that could be the oh. interview, that could be a shot, that could be um, something another team did against us, whatever it may be. And I'll and I'll start us off. Um, and I'll, I mean, and it's okay for us obviously to grant it, but like, I think it was game five where he had that block. Mm, yep. I mean, is. is is that kind of what you guys were thinking too? With that, was, that was that was mine. Um, yeah. I got I, mean, I got a different one. Same here. Yeah, and, and, and there's just so many to pick from, and, and and that's why the question's asking. And the number one, another one I wanted to say was after the game, you, you go on, you went on Twitter, and I was on Twitter till eleven thirty midnight, going <laughs> through, and you see this uh, this this video of Giannis. Well, I don't know how old he was, fourteen, fifteen, just a scrawny. Almost bald headed, um, talking like he's just learning how to shoot, learning how to play basketball, and 
and it hits it hit the emotions just right like because it's just like he talked about you know selling dvds in the street and now oh yeah hear it. Go, watch watches oh, too yeah. or something yeah so uh i got a feeling i know where you're going with it matt but let's hear it Mine is, uh, which it might be Mike's too, was the uh, Drew Holiday alley-oop to Giannis to kind of okay. close out the game. Okay, yeah. Um, well, first is steal, I should say. You know, how everyone knew in the building Booker was going to try to shoot that. You know, he was not passing that. And, you know, he just kind of stole it from him, went down, and just the balls on Holiday to throw that thing up. <laughs> I mean, there was 15 seconds left. If he just would have dribbled it, you know, they would have followed him. He's an excellent free throw shooter. But, I mean, he looked at Giannis. Giannis kind of, like, pointed up and, you know, he said, you know, I put it only where Giannis could get it. Um, and, obviously, he slammed it He slammed it down and got the foul. I think he – no, he missed the free throw. Um, but then they we got the rebound. Um, that was kind of mine. Um, I thought that was just a crazy play. Mike? I, I have two, and they're not plays or anything. I couldn't remember what you said, Jeremy. But um, yeah, the two things that I had was the co- every single person that they interviewed last night, and maybe it's because I'm a coach too. But like they, every single guy talked about the coach. Was it was what's his name? Like Bud or something like Boone that? Boonhoser. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I thought that was really interesting because, like, usually, like, when you get these interviews, like, none of nobody's talking about their coach, like, re- really. Like, they're like, if you interview like LeBron, he's like, me, 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 like, I did this, like, you know, or, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, so I thought that was That's cool. And the other, the other thing that I thought was really cool was there was a moment where, you know, right after they won it, Giannis went over, like, went right over to his family. And then, like, there was that empty row of seats and he just, like, sat there and it's, it had like for him, like he probably had so much like pressure oh, yeah. over the last the last two years, where it's you lo- you run into an absolute buzzsaw of the Toronto Raptors, and then you, you're unfortunately it's the bubble. You 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 drop a series to the Miami Heat, so like he's obviously had a lot of pressure over the last you know couple years, um, yeah. and then obviously the pressure of not joining one of those super teams and and doing it himself. Um, it's a ri- it and was you a could risk. just tell like it was yeah. so emotional for him. Like he, he was just like sitting there and it's just like, I don't know. It would be so cool to be him. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> yeah, um, one, one of mine for sure was that block. I thought that was just unbelievable. Um, but honestly, the, the thinking about it, the one that I thought, even though it was the last game, so it wasn't like, um, it did turn the tide, but I thought I honestly thought it was the reason the Bucks won last night. Um, is the the free throw shooting of Giannis, right? I mean, he got Big bashed, time. just bashed all season long for his free throw shooting and how long it takes him and all that stuff. Yep. And at one point, he was, I think it was 16 of 17 at one point, and I think he ended up finishing maybe like 17 for 20 or something. Yeah. But but still, like that is First of all, 17 to 20 is legit for anybody, let alone somebody that on the season, I want to say he was like a 61% free throw shooter on the season. So like that ain't that ain't too hot. Um, and I, he had a couple games where he did really, really well from the free throw line. And I think that was the difference in a, in a couple of those games. You know, like last night, that's I think he made 17. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, on that. I think that's right. Well, let's say it's 17. That's 17 points off of free throws. You know, based on, and let's say he only made half of those, 
what did we win by seven? Right. Yeah. That that's the difference in the game right there is him making yeah. those free throws versus missing them. So, um, you know, it's, I thought that was a big turning point, but I, honestly, the momentum, the biggest thing that sticks out in my head was that block. That was just, that was unbelievable. Um, I was actually not watching it in person. Um, I was I was in the car, <laughs> so I was game casting it on my phone, and I saw and and how it worked worded that on GameCast on ESPN was Giannis blocks alley oop, and I'm like, how the hell do you block an alley oop? Like in my <laughs> mind, like I'm just like, how did that work? So immediately I just start pulling up Twitter, you know, and I find it right away, and I was just like, wow, like <laughs> that's yeah. a that's a momentum shifter right there. It kind of uh kind of kind of going off what you said rosh about the free throws things it kind of just shows to you that you know you don't really need to like Giannis was you know he uh, sucked at the free throw line but it didn't it didn't fear him to go to try to get free throws you know like they talked about ben simmons how he kind of had the yips how he didn't want to like go up because he sucks at free throw shooting um it just didn't Giannis was like you know what I'm just going to keep doing my thing. Sooner or later, they're going to fall. And I think that's like a good mentality to have, you know, to, to anybody, you know, just to keep, just to keep going. I just, as far as that block, like I watched it like from a bunch of angles. Like, I just don't know how he did that. Yeah. I seriously, I seriously don't like, it was just like, I still, I still don't know how he got like, was going up for it. And then I, I don't know how he did that at all. Yeah. It was insane. Well, one thing that I want to, and maybe I'll look it up when I'm when I'm not talking here. I'll, I'll Google it because I'm sure I can find it somewhere. I would love to know that man's wingspan <laughs> because his arms are so yeah. long, and he—I mean, he's tall. He's got to be what? What is he? Six eleven? Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. tall. And then you throw in the, his length with his arms, dude. Like when there's one time I saw him, he like palmed the ball and he held the ball behind him, and I'm like, ain't nobody gonna steal that? That thing's eight <laughs> feet away, like. No defender's going to get to that, you know? Um, But, like, the same thing, Mike. Like, you watch him. He, like, I think he was at the free throw line when he started. He he took, like, one step. Oh, yeah. One. Jumps, and he's at the top of the the little square on the backboard. Like, he's all the way up there off of one step from the free throw line. And you're like, man, I I trained in the gym for six years just to touch rim. And he was (laughs) doing that, you know? (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, that's. He's, he's uh, I don't even know what to say. Nice, la- I mean, nice laughter, Jay Green. Like I, you trained to jump rim. Like I trained to put the basket and basketball on the hoop. Are you kidding me? No. So like I, I got, I got roped into intramurals when I was at Whitewater intramural basketball from my roommates who were basketball players in high school. I played with Chris Nealon, uh, Reedsburg basketball alum, and I was the big man at six three so like i had to play like a big man and so i played like my freshman year and like i i think my vert was like i don't know 26 or something and i'm like no this ain't acceptable like i gotta be able to get the ball off the rim if i'm gonna play down low here and so like i did extra plyos and stuff i was a punter jay green come on now like when i worked (laughs) out it's hard to get motivated to work out to be like yes i'm gonna punt the crap out of this football you know so you have to find you have to find other ways to motivate you to lift hard. And so one was I want to be better at intramural basketball, home talent baseball. That also kept me in, in with it. Me oh, and Matt God. used to play oh, basketball oh, games. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, that yeah. helped motivate. Oh, so God. you're so you're you're telling us that you legit just train on your vert 
M- mainly for intramural basketball. Yes, one hundred percent. Okay. Oh, once I became okay. a junior, once I became a junior, then it was, and I started getting. What is wrong um, with you? When I started getting looked at, you know, to pers- potentially play at the next level, then I started training differently. Obviously, but first three years of my college career, I mean, I did my strength program within football, but I would do extra stuff because I wanted my goal was to be able to stand right under the hoop and just jump up and two hand slam. Them. That's that's been my goal my whole life, and I was able to do it in college. Since then, um, Miller Lite decided that it's not going to happen weighs, anymore. Weighs you down a little bit. And it, it's a little heavier. Just a little bit. A little heavier than it used to be. So <laughs> I can still touch rim. I can still dunk a volleyball or, or, or a dodgeball when the high school kids start talking smack and think I'm washed up. I can still I can still throw down with one hand, but I can't with two anymore. But, um, it, yeah, it, it gives you that little extra motivation, Mike, you know. It's it's hard to get motivated to lift when you're a punter. It, it just is. So I had to find other other ways to to self motivate myself. So being good at intramural basketball and being able to rebound and throw it down was was one of my was one of my motivators. And these dudes can do it. Like some of them, I think that uh, you guys ever see that Boban 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 dude from the Mavericks? Have you seen him? No, I don't think so. You gotta look him up. We got look him up and put his picture in the little comments oh, yes. here. His first name is Boban, like B O B A. Yeah, what about him? He's like Get seven. Intermural's try hard. Right? He's got a big head. He's seven four. When he dunks, he just goes on his toes. Like he goes up and you know. And here I am, like I said, training for years just to be able to throw her down, and he just goes on his tippy toes. Um, but no, those those dudes are freaks. It's it's fun to watch. I. You you know why he gets the name Greek Freak now though because the dude oh, yeah. just, he's he was a monster fifty points on the fiftieth year anniversary of us winning it the last time and he got fifty uh, chicken McNuggets from Chick Fil A today hey, I don't know if you guys hey, saw that they're not McNuggets you can't or what are they I mean just yeah nuggets. right you can't because McNuggets is McDonald's right that's true I'm gonna go yeah. <laughs> let, let, let's move on here. Favorite buck in the series. Basically, there was seven of them that played significant minutes. Who wants to? Uh, I'll go first. I mean, obviously, I think all of us would obviously choose Giannis. Um, but mine is I, I liked him from the start. Uh, PJ Tucker, um, love that guy. You know, he 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 brought that energy that swagger to the locker room. That's kind of like, we're not going to take any crap from nobody. You know, we're going to be the initiator. Um, and the kind of the quote that I sent you guys in the, in the, in the net series was, you know, the bucks were dogs, you know, and he went up to KD and pretty much was like, I'm the dog in here. Um, <laughs> just like right to his face. And I don't know if you guys remember that's when KD security guard came in and like pushed Tucker away. But wasn't he barking at him too? Yeah, he was like barking at KD, just you know, just trying to rile him up and get under his skin a little bit. But is I thought he. One, What's that? I was going to oh, say, Rosh. Rosh, are you guys on the same page with this? Oh yeah, yeah, PJ, yeah. and it's, keep, a, it's keep for going, the, Matt. yeah, it's for yeah, the he, exact same reasons that Matt said. I mean, I just his toughness. He brought a toughness to the Bucks defense that I think we needed. Yeah, like he just was. I I felt like the last couple of years we just didn't really have like. You know, obviously Giannis is a beast, but we just didn't have those guys like him and Bobby P were just going to just like, they're going to push you and they don't really care 
you know, they'll swing a punch if they have to, but yeah. um yeah, Mike just doing the the eyes there. <laughs> Is that yours, uh, Mike? That's, Where are you gonna go? I, I'm oh. done with PJ Tucker. I think he's a great defender. Yeah. Um and they said on ESPN like, oh, it was actually his worst scoring year. Yeah, but the, like Rosh said, that we didn't need him to score. Yeah. You know, he, no. he, his yeah, his yearly his yearly lowest average was sixteen, average sixteen points a game, and obviously he didn't come close to that this year. And they're like, oh well, they might need to look to replace him. It's like he fit the role that he needed to play for the Bucks. Exactly. Sidebar: I think ESPN is out to get Wisconsin. I think so reason. too. I have no clue, but um, no, mine is uh, like. For a guy that does not watch NBA at all, like I was really impressed with Chris Middleton. Even like yeah. if you guys remember the shot, like it, it, like the shot he made. I think we were only up four with like fifty seconds left or whatever, and he he like just came down that right side and like jumps way back and yeah. And it's like it, it, those those they, like he was so clutch every game. Like at the end of the game, it's like he's scoring for well, sure. It's like what what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. yeah, it's like oh, never every mind. Time, yeah. Every time, yeah, <laughs> every time. But yeah, I, I was really for like I said for a guy that did not does not watch much basketball. Um, he he was he was really fun to watch, and he like they interviewed him after that game. He had like forty some points, and he's just like, yeah, we still got a job to do. Like I don't really care. Like he kind of said like, yeah, this is nothing. Like we we got two more games to win, or one more game to win, or whatever it was. I think it was two more at the time. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's a cool guy. Yeah, and I think his story is cool too because I honestly didn't know his story until I didn't know he was a G League player and he was the first G League player to become an all-star and Jay Green sent that trade that we got him in and you're just like, wow. Like you look yeah. at that trade, you look at that trade now and you're like, okay, yeah, we, we won that one I think a little bit. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that's mm. it's just – our squad is awesome. Like, I mean, it's just – and then you uh, – who was it? It was a Badger basketball player retweeted and said, this team has something special. And it was at the end and it was, who was it? I think it was uh, Pat Connington and then one other guy, maybe it was Portis or maybe it was somebody else. But the lady said, first off, it's Portis. Yeah. Portis. He goes, first off, we want to know just, just how much champagne have you guys drank so far? They stopped looked at each other and both just started dying laughing. Yeah. Like it, yeah. Was, it was so, cause they were, they knew they were hammered already. Like, and she called <laughs> them out on it and they just started laughing. And well, it, it was just, it was just a cool team because to me it felt like, and Mike, you know, this and, and Matt, well, and Jay Green, you, you're in, in the, it was a, it was a team, not a, not three yeah. guys. And you yeah. guys know, you guys know how hard it is when you get dudes from all different backgrounds and environments that aren't going to be best friends but on the court, they they get along, right? Well, the Bucks to me feel like they freaking party outside of this like outside. I feel like they go to yeah. each other's. I feel like they go to each other's kids' birthday parties. Like to me, they truly look and act and feel like a family, like a tight knit little group. Um, and I think that might have had a big factor in, in doing it. And I think, regardless of what Buds or Budenhauser or whatever. Regardless of, his, regardless of his philosophy, even though I think he's a disciple of Popovich, isn't he? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Um, which means he probably has X to know his knowledge. But I think, and I, this is just my opinion, I have no evidence to support this, but to me it seems like one of his strengths is getting the team to play together and be a team. Yeah. Because if you heard those interviews, like Mike said, they constantly kept saying his name. They constantly kept giving that dude hugs. Like, 
if they didn't believe in him, they would have just kind of not avoided it, but they wouldn't have gone out of their way to show him love. You know what I'm saying? So I think that might be one of his strengths is building a team opposed to a bunch of individuals. So my guy's Bobby Portis. Uh, and, and I'm going to pick him just because he became a symbol of Milwaukee. And it's something that we talk about. We talked about on our last episode about how these people, th- these, these athletes, they create these – Realities that are just so lovable. Um, and he's, ta- and he's yeah. talking about he's talking about how, yeah, Nigel Morgan, Carlos Gomez, all these guys, yeah. you know, that they came from nothing, and, and so they're just so thankful with the opportunity with with the people that they're around. Um, and, and he works hard. I mean, he he's it, it for me. It was it, he he didn't get to play at all in the New Jersey series, if I remember right. He didn't get to play much. really at all. It was yeah. really confusing to me. And I don't know matchups and, and all that stuff, but for him to come back in the Atlanta series and in this series and just be a menace with the boards and and, and he had he had almost twenty last night. Yeah, uh, points. So they, I mean. He- he made it. I don't know if you saw that, Jeremy. He made a comment saying, like, when he was talking about coach, he was like saying, like, it's like, yeah, coach knows when to push my buttons, when to sit me. Like, he knows exactly like how to get the most out of me. Yeah. And then, and then they said that again. He's like, uh, they were talking about his game last night. He's like, I left it all on the court. There was nothing left. He's like, if there was a game seven, I would have been awful. He's like, I left it all on the yeah. court, all, all out there. And then he's like, you know, I left it all out there for the city of Milwaukee or something like that. Or, it was, yeah. it was, and he was embraced to the match, you know. Bobby oh, big Bobby. time. You got, and I don't, I, I'd be remiss to not mention Deer District, you know, and how crazy everybody was down there and how he just embraced it and everybody embraced it, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, I got a question for anybody who's in the comments and anybody who wants to message me after they hear this. Um, and it's not on the itinerary that I, I so handsomely written up for you guys, but. <laughs> Is this series the same if Dante DiVincenzo is healthy? I is, is this all is this all happen the way it does with him healthy? I want, I want people to take the time to think about that because I, I don't necessarily know myself. I don't know the play style he can't. You know. Yeah, I I don't I even know who that is. <laughs> he was our starting point guard. He, he, oh, he was our starting here. point or shooting guard, whatever you know, one yeah. of the guards and. And uh, he he played a lot of minutes. I think I think it would have been better, um, because I think we don't play Pat Connington as much. I think we kind of have yeah. Divincenzo, uh, Drew, Giannis, Chris. And then you kind of have PJ Tucker there, Bobby. Like you can go multiple ways how you want to cut it there. Um, but is that one of those things where he gets hurt and everyone kind of rallies around? So that's tough to say. Well, and the only reason I, I, I say that is because of Pat Connington and, and the huge rebounds he had last year. Yeah. Week. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I mean, he played a pretty big role himself. Yeah. So if if Dante's back, Pat doesn't play a lot, but Pat did a lot of contributions. True. Um, in terms of being on the court. So anyway, just something to think about. Um, I just got I, two I, quick things. If we're ahead. it's uh, one, how 
how weird is it going to be for Devin Booker getting on that plane, that private jet Friday with uh, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday? Um, probably just smelling like straight beer and champ champagne. Um, and two kind of my final thought on it. I actually have, if Rogers comes back, I think Wisconsin could do the triple trifecta this year. And that's when Brewers, Packers and bucks. I think we got a shot at it. Wow. A legit shot. I do think we have a legit shot. Bold statement statement there. Cotton. I think we do. There's no way that there's no there's no way the Brewers do it. You haven't watched one game. Don't matter, man. We have the three one of the don't best matter. starting pitchers. It don't matter. I, I let's, disagree. Let's talk, about, let's talk about this next time. Okay. okay. Let's do hey, it. Jay, Jay Green, did you want to ask um, our audience the question, the Bucks Packers question? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, and then I, you know, we'll skip a couple of things. Um, I'm not going to do the little Bucks Bucks game that I had planned, uh, but this stupid stupid game anyway. But <laughs> so Mike had posted this question, and, and Mike, and to your credit, Mike, I I can appreciate your response to it because it differed from us three, and and it's it's just more fun to have those type of questions where we're divided a little bit versus all on the same page because that's kind of boring. So the question was, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mike. Um, I think I sent it. You or my or Matt? Yeah, you yeah. forfeit the Bucks championship for the Packers to be in the Super Bowl, but not guaranteed to win. Yeah, or you pick the Bucks. Yeah, or you pick exactly the guaranteed Bucks and Packers not in the playoffs or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. So let me say that again. You forfeit the Bucks championship for the Packers to be in the Super Bowl, but not guaranteed to win. Where does your fan stardom align? Where, where, where does and, and Mike's was? You know, I'm going with the Pack. Mike went with the Packers initially, and I say that initially because I'm going to ask you that question again here, Mike. Rosh, myself, and Matt, we want the we took the Bucks. So, Mike, right now, do you still after seeing what you saw? And watching what you watched, do you still feel that you would take the Packers in that question? One hundred and fifty percent. Okay, and I'm, I'm going to uh, give you going to give you the opportunity to explain yourself here. So go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I like yeah. It, 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 last night was awesome and cool, and I'm it was cool being a Wisconsin sports fan. But like, I I don't watch basketball. Um, you don't I'm, watch baseball. No. Well. <laughs> Oh, just chirping Mike tonight or what? <laughs> um, but like football season, like I, I like, I, I love the Packers. Um, they're my favorite team. It's not even close to like, I'm watching. I watch every game. Um, I follow probably like 50 Packers beat writers on Twitter, which is insane. Um, yeah. Shout out Aaron Nagler. Uh, that'd be a great guest <laughs> if we ever could get could, could we? Can you imagine if we got Aaron Nagler on this? That would be just unreal. But, I don't know if it would be um, well for me, but yeah, probably not. But um, yeah, I, I would still stick. I would still stick with with Packers. Like yeah, okay. Packers getting back to the Super Bowl, man, that would be that'd be awesome. That's fair. 
Um, and, and I guess we'll just kind of leave that at that. Uh, there's a couple other things I want to get to here. First thing I want to say is if anybody wants a can koozie, contact one of us, and we'll make sure to get you some can koozies. Uh, you, can gotta... call the, you can call the Schwamming and Big Golf Club, too, 715-682-8004, and then I'll, I'll link you up with Jeremy. Yeah, do that. Uh, just don't ask for left-handed putters because he doesn't help you out very much. I have one. <laughs> I have, we, have one we have one in the shop, and it's $349, Jeremy. Yeah, I'll oh pass on God. that. I'll pass on that. Uh, so, um, NHL expansion drive, draft is happening currently. It, oh my God! It is, and I and oh. I want to say that I'm going to bring it up here. I've been watching it. Yeah, I have. Got the, I got Price the results ball? too. Uh, Carey Price did not get selected. Really? Wow. Um, Jordan Eberle of the Islanders is a big name. Yep. Yep. Yanni Gord. Oh yeah, that's a he's uh, um, with the uh, Lightning. Yep. Chris Dreiger is the starting goalie, slated starting goalie for them. He was uh, split time in Florida, um, and otherwise they're still. They're still going. Um, it looks like Raj, for your info, they're they're slated to take Donskoy. Um, and, and so the the reason I bring this up is because there were some really big names left unprotected. And the way a, an expansion draft works is a new team comes in, comes into the league, and besides the the Las Vegas Knights, who are the newest other newest team, you get to pick one player with some rules from each team, and there were some really good players that were left like, Hey, you can take them if you want. Um, Vladimir Tarasenko for the St. Louis blues is one really big name. Um, Gabriel Landeskog for Colorado was a really big one. Um, both of them are having contract issues. I think Vladimir wants out and Gabriel wants to stay, but it's just not, they're not meeting in the middle. Anyway, Carrie price who, um, just uh, played in the Stanley Cup, uh, was starting Stanley Cup goalie, was left unprotected. All those guys probably cost a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, lot, well, wait, I, I guess, I guess we because they're picking one, so like he wouldn't go number, like, I guess it wouldn't matter what order he goes, then, right? So he could still get selected. Well, the reason I, I say that, you, right? They're going, they're going by division, I believe. Oh, okay. So, they, so they, yeah, they, Montreal, they like they don't have a guy that has been taken yet. Yeah, Kale Fleury was just taken by them. Yep. Yeah. So Montreal's guy, they're they're done. Yep. Okay, uh, I didn't see that. So, Sorry. And, and no, it's okay. Um, Jesse asked, "Do either of your opinions change if the Packers were guaranteed to win the Super Bowl?" Oh, 100 percent. Yes. Yeah. I've just quick bit on that. For me, it's like we've been let down so many times. I'm just going to take the automatic win. Jesus, you want to put but a the crap pa- question on me. My, my brother <laughs> wants to just throw that in here. But <laughs> I don't know. They're both guaranteed to win a championship. I mean, hey, I'm not of, course, of course we're going to take the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> like this, is base, this, is, this is borderline a Packers podcast. <laughs> it really is, unfortunately, yeah. lately. So anyway, um, to mention, to progress the the hockey talk, I think since the last time, actually the night that we were recording, the Lightning finished off the yep. Montreal Canadiens. And Rochelle no, another was, another wrong pick by me. I said guaranteed Montreal Canadian. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, it was a good game, wasn't it? It was like one, yeah, it was. Yeah, it one was. zero though. And it was there it was fun fun playoffs. Um, I got to give it to NBA too. It was fun playoffs this year for yeah. sure. 
Uh, obviously, it's more fun when your team's winning. Um, so uh, we're I, I got one more thing here for us, and, and it was kind of the way that we finished up last episode. Uh, we had given Chris the responsibility to listen to the last 10, 15 minutes of our last episode <laughs> to kind of understand that go, Chris? for that question that was going to come for this episode. And so the question that was asked, and Matt, Mike, and I, we all answered it gracefully, um, was, you know. I'm pretty what, sure I even gave Chris like a couple shout outs during mine as well. You did. You, 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 yeah. you kind of pumped his tires a little bit, as you would say. So um, anyway, uh, we all talked about <laughs> the, the, our worst sports moment in our careers. Um, and I mentioned a little league uh, gaffe that I had. Uh, Matt had state football and and Mike had uh, uh, football uh, against the T-Birds as well. Uh, so, Rosh, that being said, you have the floor to speak on this topic. Jeez. Um, worst sports memory. So I, I, have, I have actually quite a few. Um, just, just one, just, just your biggest one. I know. I'm, I'm, trying, <laughs> I'm trying to narrow it down. Um, I, I know if Neil Matson was listening, he would tell, he would chime in right away and, and let you know that. Um, we're gonna get to one. that. I thought. I think we're ending yeah. with that one. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that because my brother brought it up as well. So, but we didn't rock mullets. I never rocked a mullet. Well, TJ did. I mean, TJ had dyed hair and beads in his hair. I had cornrows at one point and pink laces. I mean, that was. I mean, he was. Hey, keep going. Um, trying to think. Baseball in high school. There was one game that that sucks pretty bad. Um, what game was that? The my senior year when we lost the playoffs to Sock. Remember, we had like a six run lead. Take me through that. Take me through that. Take us I, through that. Take the viewers through that. Now, I could be wrong. My recollection, it's getting bad with time here. Um, but I – oh, here we go. Can you see that? What? Who's that? That's, That's me with cornrows. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, my God. That was during the hockey season, uh, my senior year. Uh, no, but um, – you, like, you look like my third-grade teacher. What? Keep going. Your third third grade teacher at Cornrows? <laughs> Keep going. Awesome. Keep going. Um, no, so I again I can't remember it exactly, but I knew that um so my senior year, um I separated my AC joint in hockey. And um so I wasn't I, I was second on the team my junior year in innings pitched. Um, even though we had Jeremy Horkin, Rusty Meyer, Jared Fish, like we had studs on that team when I was a junior, but because of the innings limits and all that stuff, they would always go like the first five and then I would go two, but that would mean I was eligible for the next game right away. So I only, I pitched like two innings every game and I just, that's all I did. Um, and so I was slated to get a lot of innings in the next year, but then I separated my AC joint. So, and it was my throwing shoulder. So I couldn't really pitch. Um, and so I DH'd, eventually worked into playing a little in the field. Um, uh, I think I was ended up being, I don't know, honorable mention all-conference utility or something. Um, but I remember I started pitching towards the end um, of that season, and we were in – I think it was playoffs or it was like the last regular season game, but it was, it was a meaningful game. I don't think it was the last game of playoffs. But, I again, I can't remember. 
Um, Dude, your we, senior year, we were literally only lost three games. Well, it was one of the games we lost, and it was towards the end of the year. That's all I know. And we won conference because I was on your team. And I remember we we were up like six or seven runs. Shomer calls my number. I go on to pitch, um, and the strike zone could have been the Pacific Ocean, and I don't think I would have found it. Um, <laughs> I just struggled throwing strikes, um, gave up a couple runs, and this was all in one inning. Gave up a couple runs, get an out, gave up a run, got an out. Um, and then I remember like the bases were loaded and a foul ball was hit over to third. Um, we were camped under it. Um, a player dropped it. Um, and then the very next hitter hits a freaking like a two run double or something. And they ended up going up by one run and then we never answered. We ended up losing. Um, but I, that was a moment where I've never felt more worthless in my entire life than when you're out on the mound and you literally just like, it's, the dude's standing there with a glove. Like you just got to throw it to the glove. Like it's not that hard. Um, and I just, I literally just, I don't know if I had the yips or what, but I just couldn't do it. Um, so that was frustrating. Um, high school football. Well, uh, honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you one here, one that just popped up into my mind okay. <laughs> and Mike probably doesn't even know this. Mike doesn't know this, but this is something that, that has, um, it's 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 eating me up pretty good. Um, it's something that I that I don't forget. Um, so we're we're against Rice Lake. Um, the winner plays Mosinee, um, and we probably would have beaten Mosinee. Um, we matched up really well against them to go to state. Um, and I think we are only down. We were we were close at halftime, right? I, I think I hit a forty-three yard field goal to bring us to. To within one score, I believe. Like, you know, we were down seven or down three or something. Um, We kick off to start the second half. And I kick the ball off. This guy breaks through this hole. I meet him there because he he broke through, like, all of our guys running down. He runs through. I'm right there to make the tackle. I freaking miss the tackle. I I hit him, but I didn't make the tackle. He scores a touchdown. Um, and that kind of deflated us for the rest of the game. Like we just, we just packed it in from there. Um, and part of me knows that I could have made that tackle. I don't know why it didn't. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know if I was just being soft. I have no clue. Uh, but I still like visually can picture running as the safety on the kickoff team, being the kicker, running down, seeing the alley open up, knowing the ball carrier is going to be there. I go there and then I just don't make the play. Um, and a lot of people don't remember that, don't even know that happened. Um, but I know it did. I saw it on film as well. So I know for sure two different ways that it happened. And, um, I don't know. I put a lot of blame on myself for that. The, the, the biggest thing that I take away from that game, cause I was fortunate to be a part of that team too, which was unbelievable. Um, and so like so many memories with that team, but, like, I just remember, because I played both running back and then I was a cornerback, and I just remember playing defense, and I was just like, where's the ball? Like, no clue where the ball is. And that, like, they had a good quarterback that year, too. Um, really good fullback, if I remember right. But, like, and I know offensively, like, we struggled. We couldn't get anything going offensively either. Like, I think, like, and what sucked, too, is we, like, why did we have to drive all the way up to Rice Lake for that game? Like, that was insane. Yeah. Um, that was the other thing too. I had no clue like wh- why we did that, but I, like I, I can still vividly remember. And I talked about this last week too. Um, and I wish you would have heard about or listened to this, uh, 
what we talked about last week, Chris, but you obviously didn't. Um, but I just remember like the, the biggest takeaway from that game is like after the game, like just seeing the seniors, and it's just like, damn, like really wish we could have did it for those guys. And, and we didn't. Um, so, yeah. Right. Um, Rosh. So this hockey story, can you clear that up? Um, I know it was your junior year, right, Rosh? And then, Mike, you're our freshman year, but I was too busy winning a state title on the youth level. Um, but, uh, Rosh, go ahead and tell the tell the story. No, I – Jay Green, I, I was not on this team. Well, so was it Rosh Holt's sophomore year then? Yeah. I think he's frozen. So maybe we'll have to do this next week. No, I, I can I can tell the story. I can tell the story. So they, okay. that was the the um, like one of the years I know Neil always talked about. Like that was the year every because year, because every year he it, talks about this. If you got if you guys and you guys remember this, Reesburg hockey was like atrocious. They were bad, man. They're like real twenty one. Yeah, and like that that was the year. Um, sorry, we got Chris back in. Um, that was the year, and I don't want to steal Chris's thunder, but that that year, so when we were in eighth grade, so Chris's sophomore year, that was the year that you know you had Chris, Casey Knutson, uh, the Doros, um, Jim Plonick, all those guys. They had a good year that year. Um, Chris, you yeah. can sorry to steal any thunder you had, um, but go ahead. What I I missed it. My Wi-Fi or something well, happened. What's going on? No. No, yeah, I was just we were just talking about like that year that you guys lost to Sock, like at home, because I remember oh, going yeah. to that game too. Like yeah. there's no business you guys should have lost that game. And I was no. just talking about like that year was kind of because I was we, we were talking about how, you know, really before that year, like Reesburg hockey was not in a good place at all. No. And that was yeah. kind of like the start of getting, you know, Reesburg hockey back on the map and and really not even really back on the map, like kind of emerging itself yeah. um, as a rectable, you know, a, a solid team. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I wasn't on that team. I don't know, Chris, if you want to talk about that game at all. Yeah. So, I mean, I, <laughs> I vaguely remember it. Um, I know that Sean Glenn was a big part of it from sock. Um, he, oh. I think, I think Neil called him a little weasel. They had, they had that um, goalie. That goalie yeah, too. No, their, goal, their goalie was really good. Um, they had a really good defenseman too, but Sean was the one that like he was the one that everyone f uh fed off of. You know, like he was the one that, you know, if, if he was on, if he was chirping, if he was whatever, his teammates just gravitated to it and they just played to it. If he was down in the dumps or if he had a bad game, Sock was just horrendous. Um, and he was he was on that game. Like he was just feeling it. He the rest of his team was feeling it. Um, we shouldn't have lost. Um, we shouldn't have. I mean, um, we had a good squad. We had, um, we only had two seniors that year. If I remember correct, Jim Clay and Brad Furman, um, were the only two seniors that we had a really, really studly junior class. And then there's a, a bunch of us sophomores that pitched in. Um, and yeah, I know we, we were, we were overlooking them. I mean, for sure. I mean, we were, we were overlooking them, and well, a lot of teams, a lot of other teams were too, because they ended up rolling into the state tournament that year. Yeah. I want, I want to say, 
that first game of state, he had the record for like most saves in a state game. Uh, that sock goalie, I, mean, I could be totally wrong with this, but I'm pretty sure he had that goalie was like unbelievable when they when they end up getting to state. But yeah, yeah. But I, for the record, I did not do a mullet. Um, never, I never rocked the long hair until my senior year, and then you saw what I did with that glorious, glorious flow I had going into senior year, but. Um, yeah, we won't show any pictures of my uh sophomore and junior year or junior year uh Kentucky waterfall. I had did you frost tip it too, or no? What did you do those frosted tips, the blonde tips, or on no? Or? I, I, I always did those Under Armour like skull cap things. Oh, yeah, remember, remember wearing those? Yeah. Wear those under our home so then you just yeah. like, your hair back and then it would Dude. just keep your, your hair out of the we rocked, we rocked that. A su- subway and a f- Red Bull, I think, before every single hockey oh, yeah. game for a long time. Halo. Hey, you remember, real quick, sorry, side topic. Mike, do you remember when we would freaking, me and Furman would eat a damn freaking Pizza Hut pizza before football games senior year? Yes. Yeah. We would watch Friday Night Lights Either, and no, no, eat a pizza. Not, no. We would, before school started, Chris, because I would come over to your house, your mom would legit make us five pizzas at like 12 o'clock. And we would hammer it on like we would you I would have like maybe one whole pizza and you would have like four whole pizzas. We would watch Friday Night Lights like maybe two times and then head over to the like Millennium Field early. And that was awesome. It was awesome. You got to work tomorrow, Matt. Yeah, I was going to say, geez, I'm kind of yeah, getting, yeah, yeah. getting close. I'm trying to get my Z's here or catch <laughs> up. I thought you were sleeping. Hey, 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 Matt, next time we're on, baby, you're a married man. Yeah, we, we can do it next <laughs> yeah, week. We can do it next week. Um, really. One one thing, and I know I could say this in the group text, but I think next week we got to address the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk. We'll yeah. talk. We'll talk about all that. I want, sorry, one last thing. I know we're this episode. We've been absolutely all over the place. Yeah, Jeremy. For those of you who don't know, Jeremy Green was rocking a Madison Monster shirt here uh, this evening. Um, for those of you that don't know what the Madison Monsters are, oh Jesus, get a chance. Just Google it. Some of the, the 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 best jerseys ever made, um, and best apparel known to man were the Madison Monsters, and then eventually the Madison Kodiaks. But good T-shirt, yeah. So anyway, thank you for joining us again. Reach out to me or anybody if you want a can koozie. I'll, I'll ship it to you. I'll mail it to you. I'll pay for it. I don't care. Uh, I want you to have some can koozie, some apparel on us. Um, Be- be on the be on the lookout for some apparel. Soon. Yes, we are getting close. We are getting close. Uh, other than that, stay safe, take care, and we'll see you soon. Thanks, see you everybody. guys. See you guys.